Welcome to Wine, Spirits, and, and witches. witches. This is Monica. And this is Shauna, and we're your high priestess for this evening. How you doing, Monica? I'm doing okay, but I pulled my back out yesterday, so I'm in a bit of pain right now. It hurts like a mofo. Does so that mean I'm that you're like hitting the sauce real good to drown it out? No, I'm not. I'm not hitting the sauce. I'm trying to be good. <laughs> because I took some some meds and you know I don't want to mix I don't want to be like I don't want you to find no. me dead somewhere we're not so, yeah. we're not gonna pull a Heath Ledger so yeah, we're, yeah, not, yeah. we're not doing that well yeah. but I mean if you're if you're on meds and you still might be a little little loopy and fun for us at least so you know <laughs> you may be hurt but we may gain from this there is always you silver just lining might. you just might you never know how are you today I'm good I am good I have been productive I am very excited actually um you know, sometimes being psychic is really stupid. Like, it's stupid. Like, the weird hits that you'll get sometimes, you're like, really? So, yeah, the other yeah. night, I had a dream that I was at Starbucks and that I was ordering this, like, pumpkin, a pumpkin cream cold brew, right? But yeah. I, don't, I don't put cream in my cold brews. So, like, I don't know why I would order that because I always just drink my coffee black. But whatever, that was my dream. And then I wake up the next day. And like all the pumpkin stuff actually like hit Starbucks. So it's like pumpkin spice season already, right? Ooh, yeah. And I was like, dude, how like I got I had a dream about that. Like, what the hell is that? So I looked up the nutritional um value and everything of the pumpkin cream cold brew. And it turns out that if I order like the smallest size with sugar-free vanilla, it doesn't affect my blood sugar and I can actually have it nice so i went to starbucks today after my grocery shopping and i got myself one and my blood sugar was perfect and it was delicious and everything is right with the world um for those of you listening that may not know i i am pregnant and i also have gestational diabetes which is a kind of diabetes that only comes while you're pregnant it has nothing to do with anything you do or do not do it all has to just do with your placenta kind of being a jerk and so it's been a really challenging time yes. to try and figure out what I can eat, what can't I eat, what's safe. It's been, it's been a challenge. So having a pumpkin something and my sugar being good was a very nice and exciting feeling. And oh yeah, and I'm not a huge sweets fan to begin with, but of course, once you can't have them, you want them. Absolutely, it's always the way you want. You always want what you can't have. Exactly. And so I found that happy medium. So I was super excited about that. So honestly, I'm doing pretty good. But can we just talk about how dumb that is of all the premonitions to fucking have? I got one about it being <laughs> pumpkin spice season. Yeah, sometimes it's stupid stuff that comes to you, but sometimes it's important to the person that you're reading. So you always say it, you know? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I get some weird shit sometimes and I'll just say it anyway. And yeah, it's yeah. important or it at the very least makes sense to them. And I'm like, well, I'm glad it made sense to somebody exactly exactly but, well i mean i am grateful for the heads up like it's cool to know that you know my intuition still works and i otherwise would have never thought to even try that pumpkin cream drink because i would have just assumed it had too much sugar it was because of the dream that i decided to do some research and try it good for you see 
Yeah. So. so Spirit Guide is working with you for that. That's for sure. I wanted you to have a treat today. And it worked and all is right with the world because of it. That's cool. Very cool. I like yeah. it. Yeah. So I'm drinking water today because, you know, I already finished my pumpkin cream cold brew. And, and thus am I as well drinking water. I'm impressed, but I don't believe you. Let me see you drink it. Here, look. Here's see, she bottle. shows me her little tiny bottle. Oh, no, we no, have it's not some tiny. On. It's, it's like a 12 ounce. Yeah, you know me. I'm not a big drinker of anything. So this will be with me for a minute, but I'll drink it. Cheers. I'll drink there it. There we go. Cheers. To hydration. Oh, yes. And it's nice and cold. And I love cold water. I know I'm, they say warm water is better for you, but I, I don't like it warm. I like it cold. I think it's like easier to digest or something, but I've also heard that cold water burns more calories. Oh, cool. I like so, that. There uh, you go. There you that go. Works for me. Yeah. yeah. So right. we may not be drinking tonight, but Monica's got her pain meds on board and she's just naturally goofy. Um, yeah. I apologize in advance that I don't believe she's in a room that has an Alexa, so you won't hear her cuss out a <laughs> robot today, probably, but I'm really glad that we were able to catch that on recording and share that with the world. I feel like that was a very important moment. I can't believe how many comments we had on that. And uh, even at work, <laughs> I, I, have, I heard that Mike from work was listening to it, and when that part came, he just like lost it. It was like foot banging his feet. And then he passed it over to our boss, Jill, and he heard her chuckling from the back room all the way to the front. So it did make a lot of people smile. So that's cool. I like it. It's I mean, you know, like you can, there's never a dull moment. There's never right. a dull moment. Exactly. And you guys can't see us right now, but we're talking over Zoom and my cat is totally sticking his butt in the camera. Yes. That's all yeah. I could see is an asshole. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. asshole. <laughs> yeah so you know that this is how we're gonna go about today's episode sober with cat ass in the camera because that's, <laughs> that's what the, it that's means the side treat yes that, yeah that's what it means to be a crazy cat lady right that's a bonus that's the bonus. <laughs> so sure. today we are talking about we're doing like vampires part two we talked about vampires with emily uh, in our last episode and we were able to talk to her about the vampire disease and learn a little bit about about that and about some of the interesting lore that's gone along with porphyria um, aka the vampire disease but today we're going to talk about the other kind of real life vampire which is energy vampires yes energy or psychic vampires oh my god and they are among us among us among us they are incredibly common and the shittiest part is that sometimes you might even be one yes you a motherfucker yeah. listening to this right now because right. we we've all <laughs> been been that guy at one point in time yeah i remember back when i first uh found spellbound uh this the first store the first witch store i went in many years ago i mean when i met Vinny, i just wanted to suck his brain I just wanted to like drain his brain because I wanted to know all of that information he had inside of that head. So I'm sure he gets that a lot to the point where he must be so fucking used to that though. Oh yeah. 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 He is, but still. Yeah. It, well, it's yeah. It happens. And there's, there's many different kinds 
of of energy vampires out there and it can be things like like monica's example right now there's nothing malicious about being super intrigued by someone and intrigued by their knowledge and wisdom and wanting that and wanting to absorb that that probably rather came from a very innocent and enthusiastic place because yeah it did yeah let's be real it's exciting to find a teacher that you like connect with that you can respect enough to allow them to teach you. So of course you're going to be super into it and be like, give me all of your knowledge. So that didn't come from a negative or malicious place. Can it come from a negative or malicious place though? Yes, absolutely. It can come because some people just want to drain you so they can get that energy and that power. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's been done to me without me knowing it when my guards or wards were down and it actually left me dizzy that I had to actually go lay down at the store. It happened at the store. Really? Oh, yeah. And after this couple left and I had no clue, I mean, it was a little bit of an, on the innocent side. But after they left, I swear I went into the spin. My, I felt really dizzy and I couldn't even stand up. I had to lay down on the couch for a minute to recoup. Mm-hmm. It was really crazy. Um, I've even heard people like legit say like, I want to learn how this person does these spells, like a certain kind of spell and stuff, because they're very powerful and I want their power. And I was like, whoa, that is the most like energy sucker thing I've ever heard, especially because like, dude, tap into sources power. It's fucking unlimited. Like, come on, get over yourself. Like that's that's a really malicious way to think. But not only that, it's also a very self-limiting way to think, if you ask me. Right. But some people get obsessed with you meaning you know whoever they get obsessed with you they want to know what what makes you tick and they want to be like you and that's a little scary too yeah it really you know i've never been into that and i remember that happening even when i was in middle school there's mm-hmm. this girl that would copy me and my cousin like all the time with like and we, we were friends with her um but she was very much so an energy vampire now now that i have a word for it and i know what that is um and it came with like a lot of jealousy that she came over to my house. So, oh, well, your room's so much cooler than mine. And because I had been to her house, and I said, oh, your room's really cool. I like your room. And so she like kind of shamed me and made me feel bad for saying that I thought her room was really cool because my room was like better. Oh, wow. And it was really weird. And like now that it, and it just totally like brought down my mood because I had been so excited for her to like come over and like hang out. And I was like, oh, like, I kind of wish she would leave now. And so it's like I see like in that moment, that was an example of her like sucking the energy out of the room. And it yeah. was coming from yeah. like a weird place of like jealousy. But she would um she would copy us a lot with like yes. you know, books we were reading or how, how we did certain things and I always hated it and my mom would always try and tell me like remember that imitation is the best form of flattery and even now mm. I try very hard to remember that saying but you know it's just not something that resonates with me no not like, either I had mm-hmm. one of that I had an episode happen in my uh, teenage years where with my best friend she actually copied everything about me with clothes everything it got to a point where her handwriting i don't know how she did it was exactly like mine and that freaked that freaked me out that really freaked me out got to a point where she wanted my man Mm -hmm. and she pursued him and they did get together so and you know 
it's int- it must have been really bad too if you're you're saying that it freaked you out like when you're a teenager because i feel like teenagers aren't as aware sometimes with boundaries of like that that's a weird boundary issue to have you know yeah so yeah. i find i find that interesting that like you're you're even aware of that part of it so but but in essence what happened though was like for instance the handwriting thing that freaked you out right that's creepy <laughs> Yeah, what do you think? Exactly. I didn't know. I thought I was writing myself a letter or something. What the hell? It was my handwriting. Right. Freaky. Wait, what that did though was that elicited a certain emotional response from you, which therefore was an energetic response, which you put out into the world because of her and her actions, which then let her absorb it and take it. Yeah, exactly. Just like, should this is how energy vampires work? Sometimes it isn't something just, um, of some of somebody like doing something like directly in front of you to get your reaction or drain you sometimes it's weird shit like this because they're still picking that energy up yep yep and they drain you they totally drain you of your emotional energy sometimes it's a mm-hmm. it's a struggle it's a struggle and in that case i would feel do you feel like that that in that case with your friend is that and and with my friend do you think they did that on purpose? Like knowing, like they obviously knew that they were copying you, but do you think that that was coming from a place of like imitation as the best form of flattery? And they were really just thinking that you were cool and wanted, wanted to have that style. Or do you think it was coming from a malicious place? Cause sometimes I, think, I can't tell. I think it was a combination. I think it was like flattery and jealousy at the same time, you know? So I think it was from coming from two places, both places, to be honest with you. I think it's important to talk about jealousy real quick too, because it's a very common human emotion. And we all have to remember that we are humans. We are, we are spiritual creatures having a human experience. So we, we are human first right now, at least in this life. So we will experience lower vibrational emotions such as jealousy. And I personally believe that it's very important that we don't use our spirituality as a crutch and like do kind of like spiritual bypassing to get around these lower vibrational emotions, I think we have to experience them because it's part of the human experience. But I think there's also lessons there. Oh, um, yeah. lessons there. <laughs> but yeah. you have to be mindful when it comes to jealousy because I feel like jealousy is an incredibly powerful emoton. Yeah, that, the green-eyed monster. Mm-hmm. Green-eyed and it, monster it really is monstrous. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. Um, and you know what I find really interesting back in the day people would be envious of me or jealous of me and they didn't even know me. They just saw me. And what the hell is up with that? I mean, that's like, you didn't even give me a chance to give you something <laughs> to be jealous about. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? And then you're jealous. What the fuck? I don't understand that. But, and then, mm-hmm. you know, a few start few times, like after they so- spoke to me, they're like, Oh, you're really nice. I thought you were really stuck up and like, Hmm. I get that a lot too yeah I get that a lot too and I've even had like some of my really close friends tell me that like when they like um one one of my really good friends when she first saw me at Green Man she said like oh well you just had like this scowl on your face and I was like really like I think I have pretty good customer service I didn't I mean I know I can have resting bitch face sometimes but I didn't I didn't think that I was like that but apparently like I hear that sometimes I'm like is it the lighting? Is it because you guys just come in at the end of the day when I'm just fucking done and ready to go home? Like, what is it? Um, But then once people, yeah, once they give you, give you a chance or like, even just like kind of go past that and be like, I'll get past like the resting bitch face. Let me see if like your your personality is resting bitch personality, because that's really what matters. You know, then Mm -hmm. they realize it's not that bad. 
right. when it comes to jealousy, because we all experience it both um, from us and to us, I think it's important to remember that that is something you have to be mindful of because there, there's magic with our energy. And we all know that we all know that the first step of, of, your magic working and casting a spell is to decide to do it or have that intent. And so jealousy can really taint the energy of a situation. And you want to be mindful of that because, and let's first talk about taking that responsibility of us being energy vampires, because we do get jealous of things and that's okay. It's like I said, it's natural. It's normal. It's part of the human experience. Ask yourself, why am I jealous? And first off, own that you're fucking jealous. Like, If you're not going to be real with anyone else about it, be real with yourself that you're fucking jealous, you Mm -hmm. know, and it's, it's not going to hurt anyone. If anything, it's going to improve things for you that you can like accept that about yourself and then say, well, why am I jealous? And sometimes that's a really good place to start, Mm -hmm. but it's Mm -hmm. also important because you can be jealous and envious of, you know, your friend having a really nice house and you don't or your other cousin fucking goes to Greece or whatever the fuck is going on and you don't get those things and you want it that's fine that doesn't mean that you get to think negatively or wish poorly on that person right and And that's where you gotta stimulate you to to strive to get those things if that's what you want Yes. And like, exactly. And so you can always turn it into a positive. So if you find these things happening, and if you if you let this green eyed monster just run rampant and unchecked, you will very easily go to like, well, fuck this person, they don't deserve it. That's when you start to get malicious and harmful. And that's when you, you can't do that. That's when you have to reel it in and have that responsibility. But like Monica said, instead, when you start catching yourself being jealous, and you realize why, use it as a motivation for you to be able to get those things. You can turn it into a positive and take it into a lesson. Right. Absolutely. The only thing that you may not be able to acquire if you are jealous of someone's looks and you just don't have those looks, I mean, without getting major plastic surgery or anything done, but you know, just let yourself come through and be you and show the beauty within yourself. doesn't have to be, you know, because even when you when you get down to that, if you're jealous of somebody's looks and you can't obtain those yourself, what you're you might think that oh I'm jealous of this person's blue eyes, but it's not that. It's that you're jealous that you think that that person has pretty eyes and you think that you don't or that yours aren't as pretty. And while you know I may never be able to have Monica's eyes, you know, because Monica's eyes look like a cat, like she's got lynx eyes and she's got these really pretty blue eyes. And while I may never be able to have those, I can appreciate my eyes for what they are and if I feel like I need to enhance them hey that's what makeup's for you know right. and you can still get exactly. you can still achieve like a physical look of beauty if that's what it is even if it's not the same but you know like again it's all about understanding where it comes from you're not I want I want that person's eyes it's I want my eyes to be beautiful so that I can hold it in that same you know place as as this other person's you know yeah. so you have to just look at it that way but it is something very common that we all experience for a yes. whole range of reasons and sometimes you may not even realize and this kind of comes from just like that emotional intelligence and awareness of realizing that yeah um yeah. but that's a very common way that we all experience stepping into that role of energy vampire i think yeah yeah and there's some certain traits that uh, you can look for in an, in an energy vampire um and he, well some of the things that it, it it makes you feel like it leaves you exhausted number one when people mm-hmm. are draining your energy, um, that's 
that's the biggest thing. It leaves you exhausted. You feel like you just got hit by a Mack truck, basically, sometimes. But some certain people um, um, exhibit certain traits that you can kind of pinpoint. So some of them are, they're, usually they're very dramatic. It's drama, 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 okay? Mm-hmm. Um, they don't like to be outdone. So if you're stronger, powerful, bigger, taller, smarter, they don't like to be outdone. Okay. Watch the theatrics too, because sometimes it's not even about them needing to be outdone. Well, a lot of times it really is, but sometimes it's about um, just the bravado that the person has where, you know, there's a difference between having like a commanding presence where you walk in the room and everyone's like, oh, there you are, the life of yeah. the party. It's this person's like, look at me. And if you don't want to look at me, yes. I will talk louder and I will be more animated until everyone can't help but look at me. That's a problem. Right. That is not yeah, having a attention, presence. All the attention has to be on them, basically. And they struggle to feel genuinely happy, so they, they pull it from you. Um, and they never take, uh, you know, claim fault. It's, it's always on somebody else. It's never them. They pin problems on others. It's never them. And then, you know what? They're usually very charismatic as well. You know, what's really funny is that as you're saying this, I'm thinking about somebody that I know very well and very personally that I've been like, honestly, I've been super bitchy too lately. And it's it's been one of those things where I'm like, man, like pregnancy is not a good look on me. But then everything you're saying, I'm like, that's why it's because they're being an energy vampire. How many of you guys are listening to Monica's list right now? And you're going like, oh shit, I know someone like that. Or when, oh shit, I have been that person lately. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? They, they come off as ma- martyrs. They definitely try to monopolize your time. Okay. That's for sure. They just want to be in your space and your brain and your house everywhere. And they're very codependent. And sometimes they'll even give you guilt trips or bully you or criticize you to um, intimidate you into giving them information or whatever they're trying to get. So they're interesting. Very, I mean, I've come across many, and you know, there's a lot of people that walk into the store. To be honest with you, that just want to suck you dry. Yeah, suck, suck you dry. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, I mean, at this point, I've worked at the store for so long that that's just what I think about when I think about my interaction with the general public at this point. But mm-hmm. I mean, I've worked at other jobs that have me interact with the general public, even in place like emergency animal hospitals. That is an incredibly draining environment. And sometimes it's not even on purpose. It's like, you know, this person's dog just got hit by a car. There's going to be a whole lot going on. So, of course, that's going to zap the energy of fucking everybody in the room, you know, because it's such a yeah. high stress environment. But yeah. um, there's a difference even with that of dealing with someone that's being so high energy because they are going through a catastrophe and you are there participating or witnessing it. There's a, but there's a difference even in the sensation of that to someone that's just like legit, like sucking your fucking energy. Like there is a difference. And that person that's doing it on purpose, on purpose will always leave you feeling more drained. Yeah. And you know, another thing that people need to, and this is for everybody in the audience, just in case you're doing this, if you happen to have a friend that is psychic, you know, and when you're with that friend, don't ask them what they feel advice. about the situation. Yeah, don't yeah. Fucking, thank you, Monica. Thank you. Uh, 
I applaud you. you. <laughs> because I'm not fucking in that mode at that moment. I'm with you as a friend. I would just want to be in the mundane maybe for a minute. We could talk spiritual stuff, but don't be fucking quizzing me and asking me what about this and what's going to happen? What are you thinking? I'm not on the clock. I'm not on the clock on me for that moment. Yeah, I'm not exactly. Monica I'm Monica, you know, your friend, you know, so that That's- pisses me off. It really does. Like, it's one thing when it happens at first and you're like, okay, once in a while, like, I get it because like, I mean, I've come to you and been like, hey, Monica, I need a reading or this or that. But it's when you know that you're going to hang out with that person and they're going to ask you every fucking time, how do you feel about this situation? What do you think about this? And there's a difference because I had a friend that would do that all the time. And this was, I think, just when I still had these poor boundaries of realizing like, oh, this person isn't really my friend and I should stop hang out with them because it is a very draining sensation like I always I started to really dread being around this person because I knew I knew the score but she would just go so what do you think and sometimes it would like be out of nowhere like just kind of asking like what's on your mind is like the way that she would put it forth but I know what she was really asking and so I just started giving her stupid answers and I'd be like well I think that that plant over there would look fucking great in my living room and I just like would not like talk about it at all but yeah like if you're if you have friends that are psychic or witchy or honestly any skill at all you have to remember like that's their job or their skill but that is not their entire personality so you know if it's if it's a hairdresser don't ask them about hair shit or ask them to cut your hair every damn time that you see them you if you need a haircut you can hit them up and set that up you know but that's not their whole personality. So don't, don't do that. Don't, don't constantly put somebody in this place of when they're there to be with you as like an individual or a friend to make them feel like they have to work, but also right. don't allow anyone yeah. to make you feel that way. Cause it's, it's sucky. What about the people that you first meet through somebody else and they go, okay, this is my friend, blah, blah, blah. And they're psychic. And then immediately that person will say, Oh, what do you, what can you tell me about me? Like, oh, I've had so many people hold their hand oh out like yeah, yeah, so yeah, I can yeah. touch what them the and I'm just like oh, okay I just tell them I'm like you know what I'm not on the clock right now I'm in a social situation so I kind of just turn it off and they're like oh you can do that I'm like yeah yes yeah, I can. Yes, <laughs> yes, can yes you can yeah so I guess the the best way to uh, to uh, hone this in basically is to establish boundaries with these people mm-hmm. oh and I have another you know. sign another thing that you can look for and this is something that I've, I've kind of noticed more recently. Well, I think I've noticed it before, but it's been fresh in my head. Um, and maybe this is just me, but if you're around a person or on the phone with them or something, then all of a sudden you're yawning a lot and you just get so tired out of nowhere and you're like, what the hell's wrong? Has that ever happened to you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yes. yes. And it's happened. It's happened in readings recently and with just random people and they're not talking about the same thing. And I really don't even believe that they are straining my energy because I really feel like it wasn't them, whether it be on purpose or on accident. I don't think it was them. I think that I was picking up on something that that is draining them, mm, and that that it just kind of started draining. Since it was a reading, I think my energy was a little like attached to it, so that happened. Uh-huh. But if you just are kind of like in a situation around someone, all of a sudden you're like just physically tired and you can't stop yawning. And you're like, oh my God, I'm sorry. I don't know what's wrong with me. There's something going on that's that's stuck, that's sucking your energy. There is a psychic vampire somewhere within what is happening and you're picking up on it. And it is definitely picking up on you. Yes. Yes, for sure. So, I mean, what you do is like either cut them out of your life. <laughs> that's one good way to get rid of them. 
or, you know, if they call all the time to do something social, like limit that, don't agree to be a one-on-one with them. So you have an escape route and, or tell them you're too busy or too tired. Yeah. Just have those boundaries. And if they don't like it and they kind of start giving you shit about it, I think that's a good sign that it's like a more malicious kind of intent of an energy vampire rather than one that's really innocent obviously it just depends on the situation right right it is something to to look at you know who it is you know who it is out there it may even be you out there in in listening land but you know really think about these things because it's a daily thing that happens all the time with people so you want to be aware of it here here's the thing too um because like we said, like at some point we've all been that guy, right? Right, right. Is, what, what's to gain from it though? What what really, what's to gain? Like you would think like that to like do something that really essentially can be very damaging to the point of even, you know, potentially ruining friendships. Like what's to gain from it? Like, yeah, you, well, you gain energy from that person in that yeah, moment yeah. or you feel empowered in some way. But really, I think that that's really done nothing more than feed your ego normally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they sometimes they gain the knowledge, though, if you have a person that's pretty, you know, non-confrontational or, you know, like a me, um, you start talking and you give them some stuff like, you know, it's just, I mean, I, I can't even tell you how many times I get done with the reading and I feel like I've got hit by a truck, I swear to God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can you can get information or like power so to speak in a different way but it's never really enough that I think justifies what's going on and maybe you're like well, why would I care like if I'm doing something to be malicious why would I care if it justifies it because at some point dude like it takes energy to suck energy you know what I mean like it's it's not always that easy um I think it also kind of cripples your own your own like muscles so to speak if you are so dependent on always obtaining knowledge from another person for instance let's say that that's what it is and you get so used to doing that way you won't find it any other way so if I am always so dependent on oh if I want to learn about witchcraft I have to go get it from Monica and book her and that's just all I do I'm never going to go outside of that that is such a limiting source that I've crippled my own capabilities of gaining knowledge elsewhere and that in itself can be damaging and that's a very like simple example there's many ways for that to kind of happen so it's really there there is a gain but I feel like the gain is very limited and there's a lot of negative ways to look at it so it's not something that I think you should elect to do and I say that because I do know people that elect to do it very much so and even say like yeah I'm totally an energy vampire I'm out because I want this person's power not even and like, I want to learn from this person. Like, I want what they have. Like, it's very right. strange. And it's easy. It's easier than going doing your own research, just like, you know, sucking it out of somebody to talk. You know what I'm saying? It's easier. Mm-hmm. They don't have to do the work, you know? So, yeah, pretty. it pretty much sucks, <laughs> to be honest with you. I feel like you. it's a weaker version, though. Like, if you're really doing it that way because you don't want to put in the work, I feel like it's pretty weak. And yeah, I think it's pretty lame, too. It, yeah, oh. it's, it's lame, but I feel like you won't have that same um. But, oh, and another thing that I've noticed with, like, certain people that are kind of energy vampires, and these are the ones that I think are a little bit more powerful, um, that really do get more to gain from it, um, is it's almost like they suck the luck out of your life. Like, I've got some people that I've known in the past where it's like, I'm doing good, life is fine, Uh and then they enter the picture, like, in whatever dynamic, even if I just happen to run into them, 
and it's like a brief interaction that lasts less than a day, I notice that my life starts to get topsy-turvy where like there's something bad that happens to me and it's like weird to notice that or there's people that come into your life and you're like, I don't know why, but every time I hang out with this person, work starts to suck or every time I hang out with this person, my relationship suffers. And it's, there's like this weird thing where they're like sucking the luck out of situations for you, mm-hmm. but I see it transfer to themselves. Cause usually they're really down on their luck. And then all of a sudden your life sucks and they're, they're pretty normal. All of a sudden you got to watch that shit. And when you see that, even if this person isn't doing it on purpose, like fuck that, stay away from them. It's not yes. worth jeopardizing your your stability, you know? No, not at all. Not at all. And I mean, you know, they, they could be taking energy for it for themselves for healing as well and draining your physical like life source, which is not cool. Um, I just, you know, it's really funny because I got this, this pull of something in my back, my back hurt, but over the weekend, Desiree was complaining for days about her back hurting exactly where mine hurts. And my dog also had back issues this week. And I'm wondering if I accidentally took that on. Being oh, absolutely. I was going to say that's you like see? an empathic thing. That's yeah. actually a really interesting point. Do you feel like energy vampires and empaths are kind of like, like the opposites attract kind of thing? Do you feel like they're attracted to each other a lot? Oh yeah, I guess it could be. Yeah, sure. I think so. I, mean, I think I think that's a really interesting thing that I, I've never really given too much thought of is the relationship between an empath and an energy vampire. Uh, one thing I will say that I have given a little bit of thought to is that I believe a lot of imp- uh, energy vampires try and call themselves empaths. And right. I haven't seen it as much recently, but probably maybe I just haven't seen it as much because I don't talk to as many people, I'm not around as many folks now because of pandemic and working from home and stuff. But I feel like for a while there, especially like two, three years ago, it's like fucking everybody and their chihuahua was an empath. And they're like, well, I'm very empathic. So this is really important because it affects me and me, 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 me. And somehow yes. they're, they're, them being empathic sucked the life out of a room, mm-hmm. you know? And that's when you have to watch and go, are you really an empath? Empath or asshole? Dum, dum, dum. Empath or a vampire. <laughs> yeah. Da-da-da. Right. Yeah, you know, so you, you got to look at that. But I think that's kind of an interesting thought that I would like you guys listening to ponder and maybe write in and share with us, like, what are your thoughts on the relationship between an empath and an energy vampire? Because I think that a lot of people listening probably are genuinely empathic. Yes, especially absolutely. since we're all witches and stuff. So what, what do you feel is that difference in those interactions for you, maybe from an empathic level? Well, you know, the way I look at it is empaths are able to pick up on your emotions as well as your physicalities. You know, they're not sucking it out of you. It's just coming to you because you're open and you're empathic, basically. So it's not like you're sucking them dry of it. It's just it's coming to you because you're open. Yeah, I don't think as an empath, you don't take anything away from, from somebody else. Not unknowingly, I think you can do that if you if you want to, kind of. But it's yes. more like you're sharing in an experience. But I feel like I wonder if energy vampires like empaths more. Yeah, interesting too. You know, interesting I never question. thought about it. You know, I'm going to share another story that this was several years ago at the store. There was this customer that came in, and she just walked around the store and touched all the crystals. Every single, every single crystal bowl there was, she was putting her hands in it and touching and touching. 
and Hovick was getting pissed off. And I was like, what's wrong with you? He's like, she just sucked the energy out of all those crystals. That's what she's doing. And I never thought of it like that. But she was like going around that store touching everything, mm-hmm. every crystal that she could. And I didn't, I wasn't looking at her. Like I wasn't really focusing on her, but he was. And he was, I was like, oh shit, you're right. You know, really interesting. I've seen know? people, I've seen people do that. And you know, the thing about it that I think is silly or maybe shows that lack of real connection for those people is if you can tap it, like really tap into the energy around it, if you can tap into spirit or your deities or guy, whatever the fuck you want to call it, if you can tap into that higher source, that's an unlimited amount of energy and an unlimited amount of juju and witchcraft and whatever the fuck you want to call it like you know like having to like go as far out of your way as going to an occult store to touch everything in there and piss off one of the clerks just to get a boost that's like (laughs) chump change compared to what she could get if you actually just did the fucking work and like actually connected on a real level to an unlimited fucking source of power right because it's available to us we just have to tap in yeah which makes me wonder with people like that when people do stuff like that are you do you just seriously just not know that you're making your life like harder and more limited by doing that or do you seriously lack the capability of actually connecting on a genuine fucking level and this is the best you can do it's an immediate fix so they're they're going with the quick fix the immediate fix what they just for some reason made me think of someone like grinding up an amethyst and like snorting it that's exactly (laughs) where my mind went Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> the yes, quick fix yes, crystal, yes. dum dum dum. <laughs> yeah, and you know what people do with the crystals? You know my stories about where they go sometimes, and it's like you want to absorb that energy up your hoo ha, so you can have better sex. Give me a moment here to really digest. Whoa, 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 wait! It was to have better sex. Okay, no, I have a better fix for that. You need a different fucking partner. <laughs> Or you need yeah. to like read like the Karma Sutra or something. You don't need to be shoving crystals up. Okay. Anyway. Well, you know what? Yeah, no, yeah. one of our one of our friends um sent me a like a TikTok video yesterday. Yesterday, whatever, a couple days ago, um, of a geologist that was like, never in my life did I think I would spend, you know, I think it's like sixty thousand dollars on my degree in rocks to have to tell people to not stick them up their vaginas. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, like that's gotta be a thing. Cause if it annoys me. All right, I'm thinking about like these people that have degrees in geology or doctors that are like, you know, I did this. I thought I was knew some profound science shit. And instead, I have to tell you to not shove these things up your vagina. Like, I I really can't imagine the frustration and rage and exhaustion they must feel from that. Yeah, it's like, so like, are you serious? Are you actually serious? Right. I just heard a story. I mean, I don't think this has anything to do with anything that this this drunk couple the guy decided to glue his penis together because he didn't have a condom to prevent pregnancy. Wait, what? He's like, yeah. oh, wow. And guess okay. what? He died. Oh, my God. He died because it shut off. Somehow it shut off all his organs and he just died. I'm like, really? Seriously? Really? 
guys let's just use things for their intended purposes and let's not put weird (laughs) foreign things that weren't designed to go in or on our body in or on our body let's just just make some good life choices make good life choices guys Um, and if you guys are missing monica's like crystal story and you're like what is she going on about i believe i think we've mentioned it a few times but i I do believe you can hear it in um interview with the green man mommy which is one of our like earlier episodes when we interviewed one of the owners of Green Man, I think Monica shared her her yes. crystal story. Yes. So go back and listen to it because it, it's a true story. I kid you not. <laughs> I kid you not. We had everybody rolling on the on the ground. Oh my gosh. So I have two kind of like funny observations to make about energy vampires if i do say so myself and one of these i think ricky is going to totally roll his eyes or just be so over me um if he hears this while he's going over this to post online (laughs) i am convinced that my little cyclops dog mesmer is an energy vampire oh i am freaking convinced and I usually only get this way with her in the summer because usually I don't mind her being all up on me and insisting to constantly touch me and like crawl on top of me like I swear to god if this dog could figure out how to crawl fucking inside of me she would right right but like in the summer because she has no hair so it's like direct skin to skin and she's like this little space heater so in the summer it really sucks because it's already hot right oh yeah but it's like she can actually become very draining where it's almost like there's a word for it. It's like the opposite of being touch starved where it's like, I feel like a little um, smothered ah. by her sometimes. And it's, it's because like I'm around her constantly because I'm always home, but it's like, she can't just be by herself, but it's beyond just being a needy dog. It's like, I need to be in your personal space and involved in what you're doing and have this set, the complete focus of you at all times. And when you don't give it to her, like she finds ways to like steal it. Like she'll slink around and find a way to try and crawl up on the chair anyway, or things like that. And yeah, she's just a naughty dog. Like, you know, that's definitely part of it. People are probably listening like Shauna, like, no, your dog's just an asshole. And she's a chihuahua. She can't help it. It's in her DNA. You know, she's just I, see, I she think is. she's a greyhound. I think she's a whippet. I think she has some whippet in her. Uh, she's a mix of something. I'm not sure. But it's just like, sometimes it's like, she just like, her demandingness kind of just goes beyond being a spoiled dog. Like, I just feel like it has like a little something different to it. Where I'm like, you're feeling a little like sucky right now like you're sucking at me and you need to like chill like it's very strange i don't even know if animals can be energy vampires because i don't really feel like animals can really be malicious like that no that's not true i totally think animals can be malicious people say like animals are honest they get get even yeah they get even they get jealous i've seen them do that i've seen them steal things um my labrador used to like think it was hilarious when people would like steal the toys from the pit bull and give them to her like it was like this oh. whole game that she would play and come oh. on like how many of you guys like live with someone else and then your animals score a second dinner because they lie to like your roommate or your partner whoever's home be like oh they didn't feed me yeah they didn't i didn't eat yet so feed mm-hmm. me because my animals do that and they do that all purely for personal gain so they're they're malicious in their own way yeah. um yeah. but i want to talk about my personal favorite energy vampire okay. and this is from a TV show that I actually recommended Monica to watch, and it's What yes. We Do in the Shadows. Very funny, very funny, interesting show. I find it very interesting that their familiars are humans. <laughs> right? 
Yes. It's yes. it's a hilarious show and it's it was a movie that got turned into a um a TV series on FX and you can catch it on Hulu as well. And they have an energy vampire on the show, Colin Robinson. Right, they do. Yep. And <laughs> he's so fucking funny i just i love that character because and you if you if you guys have watched it um or if you're going to watch it like kind of pay attention going from season one and moving forward there really is an evolution with that character as you actually start to see how powerful he really is yes and how he sucks everybody dry Mm -hmm. yeah Uh at first he's kind of like this character that i think is easy to forget about because he's yes. not always involved in the shenanigans of the group because no one can stand him. And I think it's really funny that they even have written in the show that you will see the character's reaction to him. And it's very common to actual reactions that you would you would actually give an energy vampire where sometimes they're just exhausted and he'll walk in the room and he's real boring and then all of a sudden everyone's asleep. Or they <laughs> instantly start yelling at him and then yelling at each other where they get really, really annoyed, but it's it's always eliciting some kind of extreme reaction that he gets to then feed off of, which is yeah. essentially yeah. what an energy vampire does. I love the the episode where there, he met, meets up with that other em- energy vampire at the office, and there's like a battle kind of going on between them. So cool. I but you yeah. haven't you ever actually seen that though in real life where you see two energy vampires kind of like go at it with each other? I'm not sure if I've ever experienced that yet. You got to just kind of pay attention because I think like I felt like that was a really good demonstration of seeing things like that. Um, I feel like it's more common to to notice when you see people that have like that more like, yeah, like, like more of the bravado energy vampire. Look at me. I am perfect. And you're going to witness me and and those ones that just need all the attention. And then when you see two of them get in a room together, oh, it's fucking glorious. It's pretty funny if you ask me. Um, but I love Colin Robinson. I think he's hilarious, but I think he's also kind of a good example in some ways of what an energy vampire really is. Um, like in one of the episodes, his thing that he was doing, because in hit in the show, like he's a vampire, but instead of sucking blood, he sucks energy. And that's, so that's his food. Right. So he's always doing that. Um, but in one, his whole thing that he would do to like feed off people was he was like, an, he would troll people online and he would just go online to argue with people about whatever. Right, right, right. Yep. And I just thought that was so funny because we kind of haven't really fully grasped how social media and this online interaction affects us on an energetic and magical level. And I think that that is absolutely one of them because come on, man, we have all fallen victim to a troll and let them get under our skin whether it just hurt our feelings or we wasted time arguing with someone or you know we've all done it and um i felt like that was just such a good first off it was hilarious but it's such a good demonstration of like why you don't do it because it really is like just completely willingly interacting with an energy vampire yes (laughs) i think the interesting thing about when i started watching that show in regards to my view of energy vampires and Colin Robinson is um, because part of it is that he's just really boring. Like he's just a really boring person. And that's that's the thing. He just bores the fuck out of you. And that's how (laughs) he drains you. And um, there, there's someone like that. Like I, I, I knew someone like that, that I had to interact with a lot. And like, when I would see them coming down the hall, I would try and duck into the other room or something like, fuck, like, I do not want to get stuck in a conversation with this person. And it was never, um, 
I always felt bad because I like the person. Like they're they're a cool person. I just like you fucking bore me and I can never seem to actually like exit this conversation and I, right. I have shit to do and it is draining and exhausting and it would get to the point that they would be talking and I wouldn't even be paying attention <laughs> to what the fuck is even said anymore. I'm like, oh my God, yes. shut up so I can leave. Yes. And after I watched um, what we do in the shadows and I saw Colin Robinson, I instantly got mad at this person uh-huh. because yeah. I was like, you motherfucker, you're doing this on purpose. Yes. yes. <laughs> like I had never thought about that. I just thought that they were just like genuinely boring and couldn't help it, but we're trying to be friendly. <laughs> and then I was like, and it, maybe that is still really what it was. Like, I don't know, but it was just like, I saw Colin Robinson and that person. Like I was watching that TV show and I was watching Colin Robinson. I'm like, they're the same fucking person. And I was like, you have been feeding off of me this whole time. Right. Give it back. <laughs> Give it back my energy. Right? I got mad. I was like, you motherfucker. And I was kind of like mad the next day when I saw them. Cause I was like, Colin Robinson. Um, yeah. It did make it a lot easier to try and duck out of the room real fast and like not really give a shit if I seemed weird about it. But um, yeah. yeah, yeah, it, it definitely kind of changed my perspective on boring interactions because now oh, I feel like there's this like paranoid thing where I'm like, are you really boring or are you doing it on purpose? Right. Oh my God. Yes. For sure. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Oh yeah. I've been there many times, many times. I mean, sometimes it gets to a point where like you said, you're not listening. You're just like, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah. Mm, okay. Mm. Yeah. I mean, cause I, I just you just wait yeah for like your phone to ring or for something oh. to happen that would create a distraction and let you dip out you know yes oh god yes <laughs> so are we terrible or what? <laughs> i think we're just honest you know we didn't name names that's fine they're just okay. you know we all have a colin robinson yes there's yeah there's one in every crowd let's face it or maybe it's, several in every crowd. It's, oh god that sounds yeah. tiring just thinking about can you imagine just I, like an army of collins I'm just tired talking about it, to be honest with you. It's really crazy. I get tired just thinking about it. Oh, my God. That's fucking funny. Well, let's talk real quick before Monica falls asleep about what can we do to um, guard ourselves or combat this? Because we can't always duck out of the room or if, you know, if you're like, you know, Nadja and Laszlo and all them from what we do in the shadows, you can't just yell at them. So how do we deal with this? Well, there's several ways. I mean, one way you you can wear a protective amulet that will absorb that negativity. And I always recommend black tourmaline. That's my go-to. I also you know what else is really good is um mirrors. And oh yes. You oh, can find some really cool mirror necklaces online now too, which is really handy. I have one that someone gave me as a gift and it, it looks like a ornate hand mirror. And it's a necklace. Mm -hmm. And so it just, it looks pretty. So it can be completely like low pro witchy stuff. I mean, I think crystals pretty much are too, but I think people are kind of catching on that crystals have meanings. So if you need to switch it up, I like find like a hand mirror pendant. That's a good one. The evil eye. I love the evil eye pendants that are around because that reflected back. So that's a good way. And um, the one that I use all the time is the cross off method. Mm-hmm. And I think I've talked about this in other episodes where you just cross off, you cross your legs, you cross your hands, you cross your arms, one of the above, and it shuts down the chakras and nothing can get in. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that really does help. It's an immensely helpful thing. And oh, yeah. 
it's something you can do, especially like, let's say that you work um, in like a retail setting and it's a customer doing, if you're behind the counter, it's very easy to cross your legs with that purpose without them even seeing, you know? Yes, absolutely. So that's, that's a very magical man taught me that back in the day and it works like a charm. And that goes for empaths as well. Uh, Cause yes. you don't want to pick up on any of the physicalities or whatever's going on. Yes. So it works very, very well. What, what do you have any methods, my friend? Those are two really big ones. The other one I would say is definitely work on your psychic shielding and your psychic bubble. Um, yeah, yes. And we've, we've talked about that in past episodes and it's so important that you do that. Um, for those of you that may be just tuning in or like, Oh shit, I don't remember what the psychic bubble is. Uh, very easily put, it's a really quick meditation that you will do where I always say, put yourself in your happy place. It could be the beach or the forest, your bed, imagine yourself there and imagine this light coming up around you, encompassing you head to toe. And I always say, engage all of your senses. So does, does it smell different in there? What's the temperature? Do you hear music? Make this as real as possible. Cause you're really not imagining it you are commanding energy around you and actually creating a psychic shield right exactly and if there's a specific person that is really draining to you like in this instance especially while we're talking about energy vampires and if there's not maybe you actually like legit imagine colin robinson on the outside of your bubble you know (laughs) like that works too like Imagine Colin Robinson standing there and he starts just being boring as shit. And you can kind of like, whatever he's talking about, he's talking about like fucking tape dispensers. Let's say that, you know, he's talking about this and his words are coming out like arrows and they're going to puncture this shield. And that's what it's supposed to be. But you realize that this bubble, this shield that you've made just deflects them and they just fall lifelessly to the ground. What that's doing is it's allowing you to still interact with this person because who knows, maybe your boss is Colin Robinson. You can't tell them to fuck off. Right. It, it allows you to interact with them while not absorbing their energy or allowing them to, to absorb yours. And right. it creates that energetic boundary. And I always tell everyone, practice this, med- this meditation while you're brushing your teeth because it guarantees a few minutes every day that you will spend practicing this and attending to it. Yes. And guarding yourself and warding mm-hmm. yourself. Yes. And if you can do that, because you begin to build a relationship with this bubble or this shield. So what happens then is that when you are living your day-to-day life and maybe you can't spend three minutes meditating on this or something, you won't need to. Cause when you run into these kinds of situations, you can kind of like within the blink of an eye, just like say bubble up in your head or something like that and bring this shield around you so that you are now protected in that moment. Right. Exactly. And you could do the same thing with like thinking about a coat of arms an armor that you put around you or like, you know, like mirrors, like you said, mm-hmm. think about you, your, yeah. Your you could even, mirrors. yeah. You could even design a sigil if you wanted to right. and keep it like in your wallet or like on, like in your phone case or something to kind of help deflect. And I, if I were to do that, I would just write out protection against energy vampires and turn that into a sigil and see what you get. That would be a fun way to do it too. But on yeah. a more practical way, like, we talked about earlier in the episode, just boundaries. Yes. Yes. You have to set boundaries on a mundane level. You know, don't, if you know that this person is, is a a energy vampire, don't make plans with them. You know, if you have to be around them, make it a limited time. I mean, you know, or just cut them off totally. If they're really annoying you, that's what I say. And (laughs) always remember that saying no is really difficult to do, but it's also one of the, 
most magical things that you can do to honestly like no is a magic word it's a tough one but you gotta you gotta say it sometimes and be okay with it give yourself that permission and if you're someone that can be a little bit more of a pushover and stuff like that maybe that's a good mantra that you that you have is like tell yourself like I give myself permission to say no I give myself permission to set boundaries give yourself that permission and reinforce it through an affirmation or a mantra that that's going to help you immensely especially when we're dealing with things like this and you know it's really funny it took me years and years and years to learn to say that no word it really Mm -hmm. did but just think about it. If you want, if you don't really want to do something, it's not convenient for you. It's going to be putting yourself out or like taking away from your family or your work or whatever. It's okay to say no. Mm-hmm. It's okay to say no. So it's a really big life lesson that takes a very yes. long time to remember or to yes. learn. And yes, not only does. learning it, I think we all need those reinforcements and those reminders once in a while as well. We do. We do. Absolutely. For sure. So thank you everyone for listening. Um, And like I said, if you're listening to this and you're like, holy shit, I just realized that this person in my life is an energy vampire and it makes sense. Or you've realized that you are the energy vampire, like write it and tell us about it. If there's like kind of a cool story to go with it, because you never know when a Colin Robinson story is going to be a good one, you know? And now that's the other thing. It's like, we're just going to call him Collins. Yeah. (laughs) The way to do it. So that's it's, a word. And that's that's a great show. If any of you guys haven't seen it, it's really funny. It's very silly. So it's it really is. great, especially if you need to kind of like lighten your mood. Great show to watch. Yeah. It's what pretty, we do in the shadows. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So, so on that note, Mary Meet. Mary Part. And, and Mary, Mary Meet again. Meet again.